You're listening to the Live Inspirationally Podcast. I'm Ellie Barrett. And I'm Dimitri Hubbard. And this is episode two, What We Know For Sure with Joe Hopkins. Welcome back to the Live Inspirationally Podcast. Today we have a very special guest on the show. Drum roll, please. Joe Hopkins. Hi, guys. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. <laughs> What's we're, going on? We're so happy to have you on today. You're our first guest. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. I'm so excited. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about, but first, let's just introduce introduce Joe to the audience and everybody listening. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, meet just your girl, I'm Joe. I'm not an expert on Joe. So oh. Joe's an expert on Joe. Okay, so yeah, Joe, just introduce yourself. Yeah. Well, Ali, you, you lead her into it. Okay, Joe is my soul bestie. Let me just say yeah. that. Um, she is just a loving and kind woman, and I'm so happy to know her. Don't make me cry. But <laughs> she is on a mission to inspire greatness, y'all. Like, literally, doing everything in her power to be an influential impact, a visionary, a luminary. She is amazing. And that's why we wanted her on this episode with us today to, you know, share some some of her stories and give some insight on how she goes about living life and the choices that she makes. So, yeah, I'm going to hear a little bit from Joe. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so nervous because I've never done one of these for before. But... Mm-hmm. I'm so grateful to be here, and I'm honored that you guys wanted me as a guest, so I'm thankful. Thank you so much for having me, but um, Joe, I will consider myself as um, an inspirer, if that's a word, <laughs> and if it's not, then maybe just someone who likes to inspire people. Mm-hmm. More so promote positivity more than anything, because mm-hmm. I've been that person who dealt with, like, spiteful people and I just was like this is a terrible feeling and I don't want no one on this earth to ever feel that way right so my outlook on everything was to just maybe like change the way I treat people and also like you know just try to help encourage more positive like you know reflections from people and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. that's pretty much all I feel like I'm put on this earth to do is just to if I can't change the world, maybe inspire someone who can. Maybe inspire someone who will inspire someone else, and they can. Like, I don't know. And I know, like, you know, I won't have all the time on this earth to change this world. But I hope that I can, like, at least inspire someone and make a great impact on someone before I do leave. So. Okay. That sounds good. That it sounds does. like, was that a, a, a Tupac quote? Did Tupac say that? No, Tupac didn't say that. That's so funny. No. <laughs> I thought, I thought that I was a Tupac thing. That's funny. Uh, just the part where he said... Um, oh, about inspiring. Yeah. yeah. That he can't change the world, but... Uh, he can inspire he, somebody else. Yeah. Okay. Tupac yeah. Tupac. Right. You know, you know, same mindset. Yeah. Like, you, know? you know, that's dope. <clears throat> cool. He's so, a big inspiration in my life as well. After really? seeing All Eyes on Me. But prior to that, I was like a big fan of him as well. Like, you know, but I never like looked that closely into his life until after seeing the movie... I wanted to learn more about him, like, mm-hmm. as a, a public figure, you know? And I learned a lot about him. Like, he was a very wise man. Yeah. And I feel like if he was here today, like, we would be good friends. <laughs> <laughs> How old would he be if I was I'm not like, sure. He died the year I was born. He died right before I was born. So. It's so crazy. People don't realize how young he was. When yes. He, died. he was, like, 
early twenty, like twenty five or something. Yeah. And I wasn't. So, yeah. so he's about twenty five years older than me. I'm about to be twenty two in like nineteen days. So I'm assuming he might be a good. Let's see, if my math is correct. Twenty five. Yep. Yeah. Forty seven. Yeah. Jay Z is forty seven. He can still be making music. Yeah. yeah. So, Beach. Oh, so <laughs> uh, we are going to talk about a few different things. Going to talk about Oprah Winfrey's book. Uh, what I know for sure. What I know for sure. I keep forgetting that. Um, millennial love mm-hmm. and what love is like between millennials. Um, I'm talking about vegetarianism. Talking about inspiring people and yeah. something I'm forgetting. That's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Yeah, that's what we're gonna be talking about in this episode. So, Joe, how has it been being a vegetarian? challenging very challenging um i went cold turkey i did not substitute um i did not wing myself off of it i went cold turkey i thought out one day it was just like i'm not gonna be eating meat anymore and i feel like honestly doing anything in life is best to go cold turkey quote unquote because the more you try to wing yourself off of something the more you find reasons to stay you know Mm -hmm. versus cutting something completely out of your life just right then and there i feel like that's that's just um, that just kind of gives you the courage to just be like, okay, I'm done. Right. Like, okay. Yeah. Versus like, you know, trying to wing yourself off of it. Like you just find, I don't know. I feel like you find different ways to be like, okay, well I can still do this, you know, or just trying to justify why you're still doing it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it was very challenging for me at first working in a wing restaurant. I was working at <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings when I decided to stop eating meat, but so I also had very um, inspiring people around me who were vegetarians and people who, like, knew about health habits, I mean, like, food habits and stuff like that. So, it was, that part was easy, like, getting up and going to the gym and stuff like that and dealing with people who, like, was gluten-free and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but being by myself and um, it was kind of challenging, like, <laughs> because it was, like, I'll find my days, like, maybe I can sneak eat a piece of meat, but... That wasn't a good idea at all because it made me very sick. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, just no. <laughs> how, long, how long has it been? Um, It's been a year and about a year and three months now. That's and good. actually, <laughs> I've been saying either I'm going to transition to complete vegan or I'm going to transition back to eating only... Um, like seafood, which will be so a pescatarian. pescatarian. Yeah, that's yes. what I am. So I'm not 100% sure yet, but I'm trying. I'm Being trying a pescatarian to... is so easy. Yeah, I've heard. Like, because it's like you get the protein, but it's like you can get protein, like being a vegan as well. But it's just about, it's so expensive. And I'm poor. Like, <laughs> I can afford to, like, be a complete vegan right now. Yeah. What well, is pros for both? Right. You know? Definitely pros for both. But so, yeah. you know, I can see. I guess that's how the world more. works, though. They'll make the, the healthier food more expensive than the less healthier food right. so yeah. that's why i just need a garden so i can grow my own food right yeah, that's what i was gonna say because like that's that's probably the best thing to do but i think it's just because it's harder to make like yes. this and it's like way easier to have so much processed food mm-hmm. it's way cheaper yeah to make so and then you have to go so far out to get the healthier food definitely too. it's no local stores yeah. like that just like okay we sell the real vegetables or the right. real fruits and right. stuff, you know, homegrown or anything like that. So, yeah, it'll come. Garden. Yeah. Our we garden just, coming next spring. Yeah, we oh, did say that. We've been saying that. That's so. good. Speaking into existence. Yeah, man. 
Um, I had another question about vegetarianism, but I'll come back to it. So, okay. um, the book, Couple oh, yeah. One Freeze, what do I know for sure? That was an amazing book. I recommend everybody go read it. What I know for sure about Oprah Winfrey. Mm-hmm. Very inspiring. Very like, when you think of Oprah, you think of this like mogul. You think of this person who just got it all figured out. She's rich as hell. She's black and she made it, you know? Yeah. But like reading her book, you kind of understand like her struggles. Like you, you, you get into like her personal life and I like that like I like when I can read something and actually feel it like seeing that she's going through things that I, she's gone through things that I'm going through now makes me feel like okay I'm gonna be okay like right. I'm gonna be okay in this world like you know like I'm only 22 I'm not supposed to have it all figured out so you know it was a very inspiring book for me like you know and it got me together like for sure because I definitely was feeling like why don't I have it figured out yet I'm 21 why don't I have it figured out like but reading her book... What was, chapter did you connect with the most? Um, I cannot... Like, I do not remember the exact name of it, but it was a chapter she talked about surrendering. Mm-hmm. Basically giving up all these things that you feel like you're addicted to, that you feel like you're one with. Like, you know, all of these things people swear like they have to have in their life. Mm-hmm. Giving it all up and surrendering to God. Like, she talked about how she felt like she was lost and confused and all this other stuff. And then, like, one day she just was like, okay, praying to God, like, okay, I got all of this stuff and I still feel confused. Why is it that? And it's because she was trying to make her own path, you know, and not, like, feeling like she needed all of these things that was in her life to to define who she was and all this other stuff. So she surrendered. She gave up, like, you know, like, separated herself from all these things Mm -hmm. that she felt like she had needed or she felt addicted to. And she said after that, like, her life had did, like, a, you know, a 180. Like, it turned around for sure. Mm. Wow. So are you surrendering now? And just I, accepting things yes, as they are. Yes, I am. And I feel so happy. <laughs> like, have you read The Surrender Experiment? By Michael no, Singer? I haven't. I you should haven't. read that, too. Yeah. I only read, I read part it. of it. I love book recommendations. Yeah. I but that book, The Surrender Experiment and The Untethered Soul, changed my life. Okay. So, so if you can get your hands on those, that would be great. I actually don't have either one. Mm-hmm. Um, Asia has a surrender experiment, and Dimitri Cousin Khalil has them to their So I can't say, like, I'll let you borrow it. But okay. maybe I can get it for your birthday. Your birthday is coming up. Yes, 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 yes. So, September, yes. what, 26th? Yes. yes. What are you doing? Are you doing anything? Recently, I decided I wasn't celebrating my birthday. <laughs> I said I was just going to skip this chapter of my life. I don't, I love birthdays. Everybody who knows me knows that I will celebrate the mess out of your birthday, but my own birthday, like, I always feel like I've become this person who feel like it's more important to just give back, like, for your birthday. It's weird. It started last year. I was in North Carolina and I was at church. I'm sorry to go into depth with this no, story. That's fine. But I was in North Carolina and I was at church and, like, um, my friend I was with, um, who, who will remain nameless, <laughs> he was at, um, he went to the altar to get prayed for, and I was like, you know, just sitting there, and this lady behind me, and like, you know, they said, like, to touch someone or something, I can't remember exactly what the pastor said, but she went to reach out for my hand, and like, she was shaking really bad, so I went back to sit with her, and um, I was just sitting there, and she was like, ripping on my arm and stuff like that, and um, I had this bracelet, my favorite bracelet of all time, I thought this bracelet was so cute, it was literally perfect for me, I loved it, and like, she was feeling my arm, she's like, what's that, oh my god, and I just was explaining it to her, she's like, I love that, so something in my spirit was just like, give it to her, so I did, and it made me feel so great, because it's like, I don't know, like, we gotta, 
it's just so crazy like how this bracelet meant everything to me quote unquote but it meant more to me to give to this lady mm-hmm. so since then i always been thinking about like ways to just give back to people like you yeah. know i i've been around for like you know you can celebrate your birthday anytime 22 is not really a big special number anyway it's right. like i rather just find someone who really hasn't celebrated their birthday maybe a kid or something and you know maybe give them something you know that they'll remember mm-hmm. like I had great birthday parties growing up. Like, it's okay to miss one. <laughs> so I won't I be doing it. anything. That's yeah, amazing, that's though. amazing growth. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate that. Um, what was I going to say? How do we get to that? To the birthday? Yeah. Because you asked me when was my birthday and I said oh, talking about it. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. That just made me think of um, just inspiring people. With yeah. The whole Inspired by Joe. Um, video or vlogs that you were doing um are you going dig back into inspired by joe is that something that's on your agenda yes ibjtu is definitely back in that action (laughs) um it took me some time because like i found myself getting on camera and repeating the same things and also found myself not truly understanding what i'm saying so i feel like how am i going to inspire somebody or encourage anybody else to do something when I'm not even confident in any of the things that I'm saying. And I feel like I wasn't confident because I truly didn't understand it. And they say you can't explain what you don't understand. So that explained also why I wasn't able to truly get on camera and say the things that I needed to say. So um, I did some more research, (laughs) self-research, you know, some more, a lot more things that helped me figure out what I want to talk about more or like I gained more experiences so mm-hmm. that helped a lot as well and um, I'm ready like I'm ready to get back on shooter and recording videos like I have more better better topics much better topics um I have more ideas like and I'm just excited about it because I feel like I feel like this is the year for me like right. <laughs> I do I agree yeah well one of the best things about inspiring people and teaching people in general is that you learn a lot yourself and yeah. you really learn yourself in the process. Through the process, yeah. So, so don't f- I don't don't ever feel like it's not the right time. Well, right. I, but I think what you're doing is great. But thank you. Um, you're gonna learn, you know, throughout the process of teaching, mm-hmm. and it's gonna you might make a video, and it's just like you know what I actually didn't understand that, and just taking that in, and just you know doing some reflecting. And going from your own growth, you know, it's looking back at what you did mm-hmm. and what you said and then just learning from that. That's kind of what I do. Yeah. Use yourself as an example. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, that's the best part. We're though. excited to see Inspired by Joe, though. We actually watched your video. Oh, you my God. No. <laughs> what? Thank you, though. Thank what you. got you into... Uh, Self-help well, and personal that, development, but, really. Yeah. But I was thinking, like... How did you find out that that was something that you wanted to do? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how did that even come about? Because it's like, everybody has a certain story that they got to how they got to right. wherever they are. Oh, inspired by Joe. I was, okay. <sighs> okay, like, I always felt like I was an inspiring person. Because, like, I was different from people. I wasn't, I got angry, don't get me wrong. And I got sad, of course. But more than anything, I was happy. Like, and it was just so, like different for me like I always since I was a kid like I remember the girl down the street from us she didn't have school shoes my dad had just bought me these shoes I wanted them so freaking bad and I gave them to her like you know like 
for so for school because she was her mom was telling my mom like she didn't have any school shoes and stuff like that. My mom would always give her my old clothes and stuff, and I gave her my shoes. And like as a kid, you don't really like you're so selfless as a child. Like you don't really think like I think being selfish is taught to you. Like mm-hmm. when you're a kid, all of these habits and all of these traits, you know, anything like that, you're learned from like the people around you. Conditioned, you know? yeah. Yeah. So I just felt like you know and. My mom was always a giving person as well. Like, my mom and my dad, like, seeing my dad especially, like, he would give somebody literally everything he got. And he don't care if it meant that he gets nothing because at the end of the day, to him, all it meant was, like, you know, making sure everybody was okay. Mm -hmm. So, like, that always was inspiring to me as well. But Inspired by Joe came about because, like, I just felt like people always would compliment me, like, on my personality or just, like, how genuine my, like, soul was or something like that like I don't know so I came up with beautiful soul like by I really got the name from Jesse McCartney's song beautiful soul but I kind of it stuck with me because I just felt like my soul was beautiful Mm -hmm. and um and like I always wanted to like I feel like the way my life was set up I wanted others to be like that way too to be happy right majority of the time it don't have to be all the time because you have to find that balance but to be happy to be given to be positive you know and find a good in things and like you know at one point, that was taken away from me, like, where I would became pessimistic. And, like, I fought through that, though. Like, it took me some time, but I fought through it. So, after that, I was like, if you can go through that and still want to be, like, inspiring and still want to, mm-hmm. like, you know, influence people in a positive way, that's, that that's, I don't know, like, that's inspiring. So. Yeah. That's and that's strength. Yes. People yeah. want to say, like, our kindness is weakness. But, but that's it's strength not. Thank because you. Because we're able to be loving and caring, and this world is so cold and cruel. So, so like, cold that's cruel. the ultimate strength, I feel like. As Allie will always tell me, I'm resilient. You so. are. You are. Most <laughs> like, definitely. And that's where Inspired by Joe came from. Like That's amazing. I inspired myself, shall I say. Yeah. And that's where she was born. Oh, man. <laughs> that's good so to hear. Cool. Um, especially, you know, in a time, like, with social media now, mm-hmm. how it's kind of well, it's 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 two sided because there's a trend of more people being more um, positive, mm-hmm. being more spiritual, and being more open minded. But there's always it has always been since Twitter, Instagram, Facebook started. Like it, it seems like it's a trend that's just not fading out of people just being like like nonchalant or people yeah. being rude or being proud of being a pessimist pessimist or like just being negative on right. social media you know and people that whole, love that like they eat that up for some reason yeah so when you see people that's not like that it's like a breath of fresh air right it's it's weird because it's like you won't when you pick up a magazine. What are you What are you going to see on the front page cover? More than likely, you're going to see the magazine that's going to sell is drama. Right. More than likely, so it's like it's easier for people. Like drama is going to spread faster than positivity, no matter what, because that's what people like. People like gossip. People like drama. People like the you know the negative attention more than they like the positive attention. And I had to break myself away from that. Like yeah. okay. Joe, like, you have to still do this no matter what. Like, right. no matter what or how you feel, like, you have to keep going because it's like somebody is going to see this and be inspired. Whether you believe it or not, like, someone will see this and be like, okay, I needed this. Mm-hmm. Whether they admitted it to or not. And some people are ashamed of, like, promoting positivity, unfortunately, because it's not, like, it's not higher up in the public eye. Like, it's right. more so, it's like, 
it's becoming cool, but it's not like, but why does it have to become cool? It's right. always right. been cool. Yeah. Like, why can't it, it just be like... I think it, it's because it wasn't a lot of people doing it. Mm-hmm. So That's true. Now we're like breaking that trend mm-hmm. and we're starting something new. And so now people are trying to like go into what we're doing because yeah. it's like, oh, I actually want to be that type of person instead of this type of person. And then when you do reflecting as you get older, you're like, wait, why was I even that way in the first place? Mm-hmm. So, But nothing's worse to me. Though. I'm not knocking anybody, but I'm human. So I've noticed people who like, who like are fake positive. Mm-hmm. That grinds my gears because it's like, you know, nothing's worse than a fake nice person. <laughs> like, you know, you act like you're this nice person, but you're behind closed or you're so evil. You're so like, you know, like just mentally abusing people and stuff like that. Like that hurts. Yeah. And people don't get that. Like, you know, it's better for you to be open about your meanness than to act like you're nice. And then just to get behind closed doors to see that you're just this awful person. Do you think people just have more than one side to them? Now? That could be true. That could be true. That could be very true. I do believe I that sometimes people bring out the best part of you as well. So, yeah. you know, like surrounded by certain people, right. you may experience like the more positive side of you. But right. sometimes it just like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes it can. You know, it can't just look fake, too. Right. But I get what you're saying because it's kind of like I kind of feel that way with like racist people. I know that's like a weird cutaway, but like, <laughs> I'd rather somebody just be like overtly, overtly racist. racist, racist mm-hmm. and, like, just tell me racist. you don't like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then somebody just like try to beat around or beat right. around the bush with it or just like like you that face mom yeah that, yeah. that, that oh, same fucking that. I'm so with black lives not matter like yeah. you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's so so I know exactly what you mean yeah. yeah that is kind of annoying but it's like up to people like us to just you know keep riding our wave no matter what you know yeah, yeah. like we can't allow things like that like the social norms to distract us because we're unconventional like yeah, you know, so. And then some people gotta fake it till you make it. Some people That's gotta true. like they have they if they don't do that, then they will never make that transition to positivity. And it's but, something that they really want to do, you know. But the negative parts of them keeps coming out. Yeah, so I believe part- self love is important. Yeah, because once you are able to accept all those parts of yourself, good and bad, like you're able to be more of yourself, like without um, caring about what other people think or right. what other people may say, or you know how anybody else may feel, like. You accept yourself without um, acceptance from anybody else. Like, mm-hmm. I encourage self-love a lot. Yeah. Most definitely. And no matter how old you are, you can go through self-love, learning to love yourself again so many times in life. And I had to realize that because I'm like, I already went through this. Why do I got to go through it again? But in reality, it's like you go through different levels of your life. So it's like if you got to learn it again on that level just to get to your, like to the next level, then you have to do it. Like, yeah. yeah. Hey, but it was this quote it talks about like it's okay to be lost like because it just means you have to be found and i love that so much like yeah that's true yeah i've thought about that yeah right it's cool yeah it's pretty it cool i think i'm one of the people that like i'm not a fake nice person mm-hmm. i am a really nice person but there's still things that's attached to me from growing up that uh-huh. i hold on oh, to yeah, that definitely. gets triggered sometime and mm-hmm. i may like just get an attitude or be upset or get in my feelings and i definitely we're human we yeah. have to have that balance like it's nobody on this earth who's 100 percent nice all day and if they are they're faking it i don't care what nobody right. says because you have to have that balance like it's totally normal to it's totally normal to like be upset sometimes it's right. totally normal to to be in, that means we're attuned with our emotions which is perfect like a lot of people are not so it makes it harder for them to address 
when they are upset or mm-hmm. it, it makes it harder for them to address when they are sad mm-hmm. so they lash out but it's a good thing that you can say like okay sometimes I deal with things from my past and it hurts me or sometimes I deal with things from my past and it makes me angry right. like you know that's really great the fact that you can acknowledge that mm-hmm. I think is very like you know that's inspiring yeah. and very courageous like Right. Most people can't do that. People just want to put on a facade all the time. Yeah. And I hate that. Like, I've gotten into this, like, this way of living of just being honest with myself, real and raw yeah. with myself and other people as well. Because how are you going to be honest with other people you can't be honest with yourself? Right. Like, it's important. Yeah. So, yeah. Even care. with love, like, I no longer was hiding the way I felt about people. Like, if I really, yeah. truly loved a person, I would tell them because it's like... I'm not about to hide that. Yeah, you shouldn't. I don't think I don't see why people don't. I'd be like, I don't care who it is or how it is. I'm gonna tell you, I love you. I tell strangers I love them all the time. Somebody can help me find a shirt. I'm like, oh my god, I love you. Like, and I do. I'd be so serious. Like, sometimes that's why people need to hear though yeah. too. Like, it's a simple I love you. A simple like just something to make them feel good. Like you never know what a person is going through. Like you know. Yeah. And that I love you could just possibly save their life. Like. That's true. I feel like this generation enjoys, like, dogging each other out, though. It's because they're not expressing themselves correctly. So, you know, it it turns into, like, hurt turns into anger. Like, people are not openly expressive, especially men. Like, they say men are, like, you know, more likely to be abusive in a relationship than women are. And that's because men are not, you know... They don't communicate well. Yeah. yeah. That's really what it all comes down to. <laughs> like, like, they don't. Because if you think about it, the like the world makes it seem like it's not normal for men to have emotions. Yeah. Like you're weak. You're presented as weak. You're presented mm-hmm. as soft or gay or anything like that. Right. And it's just like, it's not fair to men because we're human at the end of the day. Why yeah. put a gender on emotions? That makes no sense at all. Yeah. If a man feels sad, it's okay to be sad. Like, you know, and there's no way somebody should be like, you're a man, you're not supposed to feel sad. You're human. Yeah. At the end of every freaking day, you're human. And to be able to address those emotions is everything to me. Like, I feel like that's important. Right. Yeah, that's probably, that's that definitely has something to do with why, you know, a lot of relationships around our age, that millennial age, end up the way they are. You right. know, just from people wanting to dog each other, not really wanting to dog each other out. Mm-hmm. They just like do. Said, they just, it just happens. And yeah. I think that really relates to what you were saying earlier about self-love is just them not figuring out how to love themselves and everything about themselves so it it doesn't transition well when they try to you know inflict love on other people because I definitely think it's important for men to love themselves too just like how women go through breakups and we hop from another relationship and then we realize that we're broken and then men do too like men need to learn how to love themselves as well like it's not we're human emotions is not like to be separated by gender or or ethnicity or like you know sexuality or anything like that it's literally we're human we're gonna feel like we all feel we yeah. all have emotions like we all have a heart that beats like like it's normal it's so yeah. normal and people make it seem like it's not and then that people are, are men are just scared of being vulnerable yeah, they're scared yeah. of looking like you know looking weak yeah and they, well, they, they they mistake vulnerability with weakness is what yeah, it is what it really is but now nowadays they're labelizing women as weak for being vulnerable like you know like and it sucks because it's like we're now crazy women, well, thank you and now women are trying to be more masculine in a relationship and it's just like honey you don't have to be like yes. that like we are human like, i wish people understand so many that. girls are just like playing a role trying to think like yeah. a man and it's like you like, don't have to you do don't that. right i don't get it I don't understand. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Like, they're trying to, like, outdo the guy. Like, you can't play a player. Like, all these different things. Like, we're, like who is teaching y'all this and why? Hurt people, hurt people. That's yeah, true. that's true. And that then it true. could be, like, a, um their condition. Like, you know, yeah. seeing people, like, um you know, like, seeing your parent go through something or seeing your family go through something, you kind of going to be, like, accustomed to that. Right. Like, you know, it becomes a part of your lifestyle. Yeah. You start to think it's okay. Especially, like, say if your mom is in an abusive relationship and she's in an abusive relationship her whole life, your whole life. Growing up, you're seeing that. And you're seeing that your mom didn't walk away. It's either two ways you could take. You can look at it and say, that's wrong, and I know I'm not supposed to deal with that. Or you can look at it and say, Okay, I like I'm I'm gonna be like just like her yeah. basically like you you know like a lot of people don't make that conscious decision yeah. though a lot of people just be like okay well you know this is all I know so right. I don't know how to get out of it but and that's why you kind of can't blame people for how they are sometimes because we are products of our environment mm-hmm. you know so if you're if you've been influenced by it your whole life you're probably going to be that way right. you know so. It's just, I don't know, it's crazy when you really think about it like that. And then there's so many ways for us, the things that we're consuming, Mm -hmm. it's in multiple ways. Rather, it's the things we're listening to from the radio, music that we listen to, the things that we watch on TV. It's all subliminal messaging that's conditioning us to be a certain type of way. That's true. And we don't notice it. And we go, we get older and we have these things about ourselves that we don't even understand why we are the way we are. And so you have to do like a lot of reflecting and coming up with your own beliefs, you know, because that's what I did. Like, it was a lot of things that I was just doing. Like, and within my relationship with Dimitri, um, I would just be like mean to him sometimes because I see my friends, that's how they treated their boyfriends. Like, Uh always have an attitude and different things, but like. I'm like, I don't really feel that way towards him. Why am I acting like that? Uh-huh. And right. so, and then it like, do you feel like it could have something to do with like any like uh, emotion that you weren't addressing? Like maybe with something else, like that that could be. I'm Sometimes. I'm gonna use myself for an example. Like I know it was hard to accept a certain kind of love, considering that I will I had a void in my heart for a different kind of love. So when that love wasn't what I wanted, truly, mm-hmm. like, you know, I would kind of get upset about it. And, like, you know, I would lash out at this person just because it was like I was wanting something different. You know, like, not because I didn't love them, but because I had avoided my heart because I wanted a different type of love. And I didn't know how to explain it because I didn't truly understand, like, okay, I'm looking for this. I'm trying to fill this void. And this person not fulfilling that void like I want them to. Right. So now I'm mad at them, you know, because they're not doing what I want them to do. Or they're not loving me the way I want to be loved, right. you know? And we have to understand that people love us to the best of their abilities. Yeah. Well, we may look at, like, it's not good enough. To them, it may be them doing their best. Right. That's because yeah. we have an expectation on how a certain person should love when we shouldn't. Love is different. It's, that's it's a challenge. different with everybody. Yeah. Definitely. Def- everybody has different love language. Like, exactly. you know, like, it's not going to always be, like, if you're lucky to find that person who loves you the way you expect to be loved and, you know, that truly understands you, that's perfect. But right. That's amazing. But it doesn't happen like that. It doesn't. So. so you have to roll with the punches and yeah. just, you know. And accept people for who they are. And love and unconditionally. Love yeah. Yep, that's a, that's something I learned to do. Mm-hmm. A learning. Yeah. You can also people should just try to learn, you know, what they spouse or whoever they're with mm-hmm. once, you know. That's just true. try to learn. And yeah. try to make adjustments. Communication themselves. is key. Yes, communication. <laughs> Communic- and compromising. Yes. Like 
I feel like people now, they hate putting their pride aside to compromise. Okay, I have to disagree with you with that one. Simply because when you hear compromising, the first thing you think about is, it's like, people be like, okay, compromising is, you know, you're not like something, but this person does. So you compromise, you know, just to make them happy. Part of me feels like, why would I compromise when it's somebody else that could probably love me to that extent or do exactly what I want to that extent at this point I'm just settling so I feel like it's a thin line between like truly compromising like and like you know settling because it's like it depends on what you're compromising about yeah like you know like yeah that's all that's what I was about to say something small could be like okay we can compromise on that right something big is like if it's something that's not going to make you happy something that's going to really make you uncomfortable then no you shouldn't settle and do it but Mm -hmm. if it's something that would make the relationship easier and Mm -hmm. just more loving and it's simple it's not hard to do then i think you you know if you if your relationship is strong then y'all should and then sometimes compromising can get like a little bit become too much because people start to expect it you know like i compromise once you want me to compromise all the time and it's just it becomes unfair Right. So it could lead to like you know to different stuff but it could also lead to some positive things as well yeah i don't know I, it's like it all depends i guess what yeah. it is i'm compromising about yeah that's it's kind of it's kind of hard to say without you know an exact thing a specific thing on whether y'all should even be compromising about right you know? but earth the kid made a it, comment go ahead i'm sorry um, what was i gonna say if you I can't remember what it was. It was something about compromise. Compromise. What were you going to say? And now I, was, I think of it. Arthur Kitt was saying, she said, why would I get in a relationship to compromise for somebody to love me when I love myself, like, enough? Like, I love myself, like, to all the expectations. You know, I meet all of my expectations and would love myself. So why would I get in a relationship just to compromise? Well, there's no perfect person, though. That's true. So you're yeah. not gonna find somebody that meets all the qualifications exactly, and then there's, there's you know there's nothing that y'all gotta work out. How you how how do you know that? Like, I, I don't know for sure. Right. I don't know for sure. But, but I that's know. just your opinion. On right. Okay. Yeah. I respect that. I respect that. For, respect for that. now, for right. now, all the people that I met, every everything that I've been through now. Yeah. It's like if I was to not comp- if you don't compromise, right? And you say, well, I'm going to find somebody that's going to, you know, meet these qualifications where I don't have to compromise. How long are you going to be looking for that person? And if you do that's find true. somebody that you think is that person, they could be voiding in something else that you want, that's that the true. last person did, that you yeah. missed out on. So now you, know, you done missed the bigger blessing because you wanted to go back because of something small. Yeah. yeah. I definitely understand and that. Yeah. And that could, that could keep happening forever. Right. Until you decide that you want to compromise about something. Right, right, So, right. I mean... Obviously, it depends on what you're talking about, compromising about. Mm-hmm. But still, if it's something like, you know, like you said, if it's something that's going to make the relationship better and it's not going to cause you no harm or no discomfort or, you know, complicate things, why not? Yeah. Depending on what it is. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. Don't tell yourself we don't know. Yeah, I had to that. get out of the habit of that. Yeah, I'm glad to like because my mentor used to be always like, Joe, you know, stuff saying you don't know. I feel like it comes from, for me personally, I know I said I don't know because it's like sometimes it's just like me explaining it. I'm not sure if the other person understands. So I just kind of say, like, I don't know because oh, it's yeah. like, I don't know if you get it. So it's just like, well, I don't maybe know. Maybe that's not it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. 
Like, it's not like I really don't know because I know, but it's just like, I don't know if you get it. So it's like, you know, it's easier for me to just say I don't know than to try to force you to understand my perspective or why I know yeah. or how I'm trying to explain it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. agree. <laughs> questioning myself, like, yeah. Like, is that right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why we got to be more confident when we speak, especially like being like, 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 you know, I want to call us leaders because that's where we are. Like, you know, leading people into like this inspiring world. We have to be confident in what we're saying and in who we are because we don't want nobody to feel like, you know, how am I going to believe in them or trust them with what, you know, what they got to say when they're not even confident in what yeah. they're saying, you know? So it's very important, I feel like, for us, you know, because I will say for myself in general, like, you know, that we be confident when we speak and, you know, like, you know. Yeah. yeah, I definitely I want to be confident in what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. But it's like it's a lot of times where it's like I want to make sure I know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and a lot of times I, I will say something about something that I'm not sure is a 100 percent fact. Because okay. it's it's kind of a thin line between something that's like completely factual or something that's just factual to me. Right, something that's, that's like okay, it makes sense to me, but. Depending on who I'm talking to, whatever they have been through and they experience, they like. Yeah. But that's not that's not really true for me, right. you know. Yep. So it's like, I definitely well, do. you know, it makes sense to me, but you know, mm-hmm. I can't force you to understand it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's but, what I meant. Like about the whole me saying I don't know, like I don't yeah. know if you get it. So <laughs> that's why I don't yeah. just say I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I I do want to be confident in what I'm saying, just to give myself some credit credibility. Prep, how do you say that word? Credibility. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this has been a great podcast. It's it has. Thirty seven minutes in. I like yeah. this. It's a great I'm episode. comfortable. I like really? that. Yeah, I am. That's I'm so great. comfortable. It's just like I'm just I don't feel forced. Like, you know, like we don't I, want it to ever feel like that. Uh-huh. That's yeah. great. I like that. I like the atmosphere. It's like I'm oh. in the comfort of my own home in basketball shirts and t-shirts with my scarf still on my head, guys. <laughs> so they and made me feel as comfortable as possible and I appreciate them for that. Thank you. Thank you Thanks for, for all your wisdom. You're we welcome. definitely going to have you on some more podcasts. Exactly. I look forward just to look that. out for Joe, just like throughout the whole Live Inspiration League brand, because we got events that we're going to be planning together and just a lot of different things. Just She's probably going to do some writing for Live Inspiration League, sharing some journal entries. Y'all know y'all want to be up in her business reading ah. stuff. So. <laughs> <Look> <laughs> I'm ready that. to share with the guys. I'll be JTV coming soon. Exactly. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. So, and garden coming soon, hopefully. Yes, yeah. Garden from all of us. Yes, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. Alrighty, so um, thank you so much for coming on the show, Joe. No, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Like I, this is my first one, but it definitely inspired me to want to be a part of more, just because of the fact that I feel so comfortable. Like nothing feels forced. That's amazing. So. All right, guys, make sure you tune in next Friday at 12 because we will probably have another great guest. And if not, Dimitri and I will be here. Or Joe might be back. Joe might be back because you never know. Yeah. All right. um, (laughs) Hope you guys have a great day. Thanks. Thanks again.